George Kirby was fine, but Garrett Cole was great. And the Mariners' offense, pitiful. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. This is Teddy Gonzalez and Colby Pattenhead for the Locked On Mariners postgame show brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode. 3-1, to the final score from the Bronx. Mariners fall to the Yankees in game one of this series. We're going to talk about this uh, rough offensive performance against Garrett Cole and the Yankees pitching staff. We'll talk about the whole debacle between Garrett Cole and Jose Caballero towards the end of Cole's start. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, J.P. Crawford, which uh, or who rather uh, left this game early with a right shoulder contusion they're calling it so we'll talk more about what that potentially means uh and that's really colby the reason that i'm feeling down after this game the loss is one thing whatever you're gonna lose baseball games but jp potentially being out uh is a worrisome to to say the least but we'll, we'll talk about that later on let's let's start with the pitching performance that the Mariners got from George Kirby today uh it was a weird one uh obviously started off in in weird fashion where he quite possibly induced the you know the inning inning out uh from Anthony Rizzo who took the ball to the warning track Teoscar Hernandez seems like he has a play on it and then the ball just pops out of his glove um Kirby actually gets charged with the earned run there the first of three earned runs for Kirby tonight. Uh, but that should have been an unearned run. That should have been an error on Teo. But nevertheless, again, weird one for Kirby tonight. 15 hard hit balls. It's honestly pretty miraculous that he only gave up three runs in this game. Now, uh, you go seven innings pitched, which is great. Uh, he doesn't walk anyone, which is great. And also, you know, what we come to expect from George Kirby. Uh, four strikeouts, uh, eight hits in total, uh, and then you know the one home run, uh, which ultimately doomed Kirby in this one. That would be the uh, the game winning um, shot from Billy McKinney uh, for the Yankees in this one. So, uh, how do you assess George Kirby tonight after you know hearing those numbers? He was <clears throat> okay. Um, it it certainly seemed. After the first two innings, there was a lot of hard contact, not a lot of whiffs, and um, it seemed like Kirby was on kind of the track to kind of do what he's been doing along with Logan Gilbert the last few times out, which is one great outing followed by one terrible outing. Um, And so you have to give him credit for kind of uh, avoiding that because this is in no way a terrible outing. Um, It's I'd struggle to call it a, a really, like, it's not a great outing, despite, you know, in all reality he gave up set, uh, two runs in seven innings at yankee stadium 
Yeah. Um, it's still, I would, I wouldn't call it a great outing. There wasn't a lot of whiffs. He only, he only generated four whiffs today, just a 29% called uh, strike plus whiff. And this is just going right back to what we've talked about in the past. How are teams going to attack George Kirby? They're going to be very aggressive on the fastball early because they know that Kirby throws a lot of fastballs and they know that Kirby is always in the strike zone. So they're going to be aggressive. And that's something that Kirby has to find a counter for. And, and to his credit, he did. It looked like around the second time through, uh, Kirby started to go to the slider more. He threw more sliders than fastballs. Well, more sliders than either individual fastball. Still, you know, fastball heavy, but four seam, two seam. Uh, but the slider was his primary pitch tonight through 35% of the time. Uh, really mixed it in. Um, he got <clears throat> He got 13 called strikes with the slider. That's a pretty big number. Uh, 13 called strikes on 33 sliders. That that's a big number. Um, he also got uh, three whiffs on on that pitch. It was by far his best pitch, and and um, you know only five balls hit in play. The average exit velo of which were 80 miles an hour. Um, so the slider was really his best pitch tonight, and and it's a credit to Kirby and Raleigh that they made that adjustment on the fly. They, it was very clear that the Yankees were hunting fastballs early. They were looking for fastballs up in the zone, but they knew where the strike zone was. They weren't chasing above the zone so that they were getting fastballs in the middle of the plate and they weren't missing them. And then Kirby started to mix in the slider a lot more. Um, and there were still hard hit balls, but again, those were really only coming off of his fastball. Um, his fastballs were hit hard, the slider, not so much. Um, so we'll see how Kirby kind of, you know, retools his, his plan. Uh, again, I believe he will, get the last start in Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, yep. which is a team that has roughed him up uh, with using this same, this same game plan. So uh, in that ballpark, uh, so we'll see how they, how he counter punches. Maybe they start slider a little more, uh, you know, to start that game. But uh, yeah, overall it was a pretty good night for George um, really pitched better and also worse than his stat line might indicate. I'd be interested to know what his FIP was for tonight's game um, <clears throat> because that's a, I don't know if I've ever seen a starting pitcher give up 15 hard hit balls in a game and not one that went, you know, really two two earned runs at Yankee stadium with 15 yeah. hard hit balls. That's. Yeah. I, I, this is like a unicorn performance yeah. because like, again, Yankee stadium, it's a mm-hmm. glorified little league ballpark. 15 hard hit balls and only one of them goes over the wall. That's yeah nuts uh his fip tonight was 399 <laughs> x fip 417 yeah sounds about right um, so but it, it's also weird because he didn't get any help defensively you talked about the tay oscar yeah. uh which should have been an error but also you know ty france just the easiest ground ball you ever seen in his life and he just looked almost too lazy to bend over and secure it like i it was such a weird play obviously it had some weird english on it but i don't care you're a major league first baseman <laughs> get down there and stop the ball from going into the right field. Because at that point it's a three to one game. You're still in that game, mm. but whatever it is, what it is. Kirby threw well, uh, well he threw okay. And I'm most excited about the immediate counter punch. He started throwing in there yeah. after the first time through the order and just how effective that slider was. Again, that's a lot of called strikes on the slider. And not too many of them were down the middle of the plate. They were all on the corners. So that's the good sign from Kirby's start. And, and the fact that he still managed to navigate a lot of 
you know, a lot of hard contact and, and a good amount of traffic to, to give his team a legitimate shot to win that game. Right. And also for him, you know, pitching at Yankee stadium for the first time, obviously, you know, grew up not, not too far from there. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably a lot of nerves, um, you know, for, for him to, to go in there and ultimately, you know, give up essentially two earned runs, forget all the hard hit balls, all that stuff. Like that's, that's still impressive. So props to, to Kirby on that front. Yeah. Um, He'll need to be better, you know, obviously. And, you know, hey, if Aaron Judge is playing tonight, maybe it's a, a different story. But uh, overall, you know, he gave you a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And and the Mariners, look, they're going up against Garrett Cole, obviously one of the few true aces that we have in baseball. But uh, they need to give him better support. They need to give Kirby better support than they did tonight. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners postgame show is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem promo code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners' 3-1 to loss to the New York Yankees game two tomorrow. Mariners going to try to bring this series even on the Mariners hometown broadcast. You can listen to that via the SXM app. That's Sirius XM. Um, we're going to talk about JP Crawford a little bit later. Now, assuming that he's okay, if he is okay, if maybe this was just precautionary, we'll see. We'll get more into that later on, like I said. But if he's able to make it back, before the all-star break we want to get him into the all-star game it's not looking great he's currently what fifth or sixth amongst uh all vote getters in the al uh for short stops um but we still have time a little bit of time so you need your help hashtag jp for asg if you do your part and you send us a screenshot of your ballot to either our twitter account at lo underscore mariners or locked on mariners at gmail.com that's our email uh, you are automatically entered into our giveaway. Colby has given away a signed Luis Castillo card. You definitely, definitely want that card. So do it. Vote JPN. Even if he's hurt, even if he's not able to play in it, let's get JP to the All-Star game. Uh, all right. Now, before we we turn our attention to JP, let's just talk about this offense as a whole. Mm. As a whole. Um, do we have to? Uh, yeah unfortunately we mm. do just a little bit just a, just a smidge you know we'll, we'll say what needs to be said and then just move on uh so look garrett cole obviously again you know one of the true few you know one of the few true aces in baseball you're going to run into uh into a buzzsaw every now and then it's just that's going to happen you know maybe this is not indicative of you know, anything for the offense other than just, you know, Garrett Cole was good tonight, but it doesn't feel great after, you know, you did score five runs on Sunday, but you also struck out 18 times. Now you only struck out eight times tonight against Cole, uh, but he did have 20 whiffs. It was still a lot of the same 
lot of pitiful at bats uh, from this Mariners offense. How do you assess this, Colby? Um, I would say I'd be tempted to say that it's just you know the Mariners running into a uh, really good pitcher with really good stuff tonight, but you know when they get shut down by Lance Lynn and you know, they get shut down pretty much by Michael Kopech. You know, they're not really working counts like they used to. And again, Cole was really good tonight, just like Lynn was really good yesterday. So it's a little tough, but, you know, obviously back-to-back days and really three days in a row, uh, you kind of start to to sprinkle in some doubt. And and that's normal considering that the offense really has only been really good for about two weeks of the entire season. So um, we'll see what they do tomorrow. But tonight it was, you know, they just they didn't have a ton of opportunities uh, to, you know, to get the big hit. Uh, I think they only really had two good opportunities to score, and, and they did score one in one of those opportunities. But, you know, they just couldn't really bunch together hits. They didn't walk tonight. They only had one walk, which is always going to be an issue um, with this team. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I guess on the good, the good news, Kalnick looked pretty good at the play tonight walked to RBI double. Um, so that, that was good to see, um, you know, Julio takes an offer, but he gets robbed of a double in what I think is second at bat, third at bat, just a screaming line drive, just right at, uh, Donaldson. Uh, so that's unfortunate. France didn't look useless at the plate like he did on, uh, like he did on Sunday. So I guess that's something, uh, but yeah, you know, it, the offense wasn't good tonight. There's really no doubt about that. I just, I'm having a hard time deciding is that more because the offense was bad tonight or was it more because Garrett Cole was that good? I, typically the answer is somewhere in the middle, but it, it's just hard to say. Um, overall, they just, they didn't generate a ton of opportunities. And it was one of those nights where you were just going to need to, you know, walk, bloop and somebody was going to have to hit a home run for you to have a chance to win this game. And you just, you didn't get that done. And, and yeah, it was, it was a tough watch, but also it's, you can kind of understand giving them a pass since it was Garrett Cole. And also, you know, this performance was not without some annoying bad luck again, like Julio's 108 mile per hour hit that, you know, Donaldson snagged. That would have been a for sure double (laughs) like, Come on, man! Like, when are when are these when are these balls gonna find some grass? Like, I just yeah, I mean, and it feels and it feels like I don't know. It 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 feels like every or almost every Mariners loss pretty much goes the same. Where like they'll have quite a few hard hit balls, you know, like the Julio one tonight, and just something happens that doesn't, you know, it results in an out. Either it just goes directly at someone, or it dies at the warning track, or someone makes just an insane play, whatever. And then on the other hand, like the Yankees, right? Glaber Torres gets a bloop single, and then he ends up scoring on an error by Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, like you said, Julio had the line out. Ty France in the first inning, he had that hard hit ground ball. Just yeah. the expected batting average on that was uh, 5'10". It was 107.5 off the bat. That is about as hard as Ty can hit the ball. He hit it right at somebody, uh, you know, and it's unfortunate. Um, Kelnick had a 106.3 exit velo ball that was a ground out that had an expected batting average of 440. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just feels like 
the Mariners aren't even getting the 50 fifties to land for them. It's just everything that can be caught is. And, um, you know, it's, it's a bit frustrating, but, uh, yeah, overall it just, you didn't, you didn't string together enough quality at bats, uh, to give yourself much of a shot uh, against Cole, um, or really anybody tonight. So like I said, it's just, it's tough to grade because Lynn's stuff and command was so good on Sunday. And then Cole is just overall, he's just good. Like, yeah, there's no yeah. qualifier there that, you know, what do you want to say about it? But either way, it's, it's, it's been rough. It, it's been a rough, I would say what of the last 30 innings you've had three good ones. Um, so yeah, you need more consistency than that. So just kind of a hard night to judge the offense, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they, they obviously didn't get it done. They only scored one run, uh, at Yankee stadium. Um, you're not going to win one, nothing at Yankee stadium. So you got to find a way to score more. You're listening to the locked on Mariners post game show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the Mariners three to one loss to the New York Yankees. You can catch game two of the series tomorrow. On the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Uh, so Cole ended his start, uh, or just about ended his start, uh, with a really interesting situation, an interesting send off to Jose Caballero and the uh, and the Mariners. Um, you know. We could see this coming from a mile away with Caballero. Caballero is obviously like he's ruffled some feathers with how he he games the 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 pitch clock, which he's he's it, that's totally fair for him to do. Um, and he's you know one of these guys that has kind of grown up in the minor leagues as they've tested out the pitch clock. He's used to yeah. it, you know, more than than guys like Garrett Cole. Obviously, like this is brand new to someone like Paul. For Caballero, he's been doing this for you know a couple of years now um but you know we could see you know martin maldonado take exception with him um obviously lucas giolito on sunday had the or <laughs> saturday um had the you know <laughs> the stare down or whatever uh and then now cole you know took matters into his own hands tonight uh through 97 mile per hour fastball over caballero's head by like 15 feet which I want to say something on that in a second, but um, <laughs> then just, he, you know, he wags his finger at the mirror's dugout, et cetera. He has some words for Caballero yeah. as he's walking off the field, whatever, whatever. Uh, but it's, it's just, it's, it's really like, again, I'm fine with someone taking exception with Caballero doing what he's doing. Like that's, that's going to happen, right? That's, that's naturally going to happen. We, we knew that this was going to happen, but Garrett Cole is not allowed to do this specifically he's not allowed to take exception with someone you know gaming the system because mm -hmm. garrett cole is literally the face of the spider tech situation <laughs> so yeah. that's not this is not up for him to decide this is not up for him to to gatekeep wasn't the illegal sanctity of baseball it wasn't illegal to use spider tech when i did and it's not illegal for caballero to keep his head down until there's nine seconds on the pitch clock yeah like that's not illegal either. So which one is it? And, you know, as for the, like it, it's let's, let's just call it. it is. It's pretty soft of Cole yeah. to, you know, I struck out a 26 year old career minor leaguer. I'm going to wag my finger at him. It's like, you're Garrett Cole, dude. Like you have a $300 million contract. You might be added to the hall of fame <laughs> and you let a 26 year old quad a, you know, second baseman 
get in your head like that from for what literally following the rules like just taking the rules to his best advantage that he can like like you've done in the past so yeah it was pretty funny and then ultimately like i i do think it's funny that like that sims and uh and goldie weren't quite willing to come out and be like oh that was an intentional like that was cole throwing over the head of of caballero they're like oh what are you supposed to happen there it was 97 miles an hour guys it's like, an o2 count too yeah clearly like two outs like clearly cole thought he was gonna prove a point but i don't see what it did because it was never a yeah. threat to caballero or anybody except yes. for maybe the guys behind home plate so that's <laughs> like what, so that's, what did it accomplish that's the point that i wanted to make here what message are you hoping to send to caballero <laughs> by sailing a ball 15, 15 feet? feet yeah look don't throw at anyone's head under no. any circumstance, right? But yeah, I mean, if you want to throw that, up an end, to but like that, the point, I, but that will send a message. This, whatever that was, what that's not going to send any message. <laughs> Jose Caballero is not going to see that, or he probably didn't even see the ball, but he's not going to, you know, what witness or know that that happened to him and go, you know what? Maybe I should change my ways. Maybe I should think twice about you know what Jose Caballero's thinking. It's working. Yeah, I'm gonna do that more. Actually. Yeah, I oh look at that, it's working. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like. I just don't know what the the ball over his head accomplished. Like, look, if you're gonna throw at a guy, like, then fine, throw it over his head. That's better than throwing it anywhere you know near his head. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I don't I don't want to you know ride Cole too hard. Uh, because like whatever. Ultimately, he didn't try to hurt anybody. Um. It's just a it's a it's a chump move. It's it's kind of like Verlander when he was being hypercritical on, on the uh, PED guys and then yeah. his teammate got busted and he's like, that's my brother. I love him. We have to accept him for his mistakes. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like the adjusting because like Garrett Cole's done much worse. Right. Yeah, we just want to uh, be real about it. Like in terms <clears throat> of, uh, you know, yeah. eh, not necessarily cheating because it wasn't illegal at the no. time, but um, in terms of you know, pushing the boundaries yeah. of the sport. He's he's done that more than Jose Caballero has. I'll just say that. And so for that reason, <laughs> Garrett Cole isn't allowed to to do what he did tonight in my eyes. No, you just you just sit this one out, Garrett. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was uh that was kind of a fun little thing that uh happened <laughs> in yeah. a game that ultimately didn't have a lot of highlights if you're a Mariners fan. So yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I don't know what, what the point was because again, like you said, Caballero's not walking away from that encounter being like, Oh man, I gotta I gotta tone this down a little bit. I gotta reel it in or I might yeah, get like, busted up. That like, ball you know. might have hit me if I was on, you know, a New York uh fire department ladder going up a high rise building. That ball might have hit me. Like, oh, of course that's not gonna yeah. do anything. Like that's not even that's not even a pitch with a purpose. Because like if you want to buzz him, then you do it below the shoulders and you throw it behind him or you throw it, you know, near the inside corner because he does crowd the plate as well. You don't throw it 15 feet over yeah. his head. That doesn't accomplish anything. There, there are other ways to to non-verbally express <laughs> your frustration towards Jose Caballero <laughs> than that, that are yeah, probably going to be a so bit soft. more effective than that. That's yeah, just, really? yeah, that was just like, what are, like, what's soft. even the point of doing it? At this, yeah. Like, like you didn't prove anything except for you're soft. Like that's that it. was, yeah, whatever. Yeah, silly silliness. <laughs> uh, it was fun. I, I, I got a chuckle. I got a chuckle out of it. 
I yeah. honestly, I, I was just sitting there laughing at Garrett Cole a little bit. Like, come on, dude. Well, it's, it's really funny like, that he did like one of the most get off my lawn things and then yeah. literally wagged his finger like the get yeah. off my lawn guy. Like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, enough of that. Uh, Garrett Cole's uh, gotten way more spotlight than he deserves on this show. So <laughs> enough with him. Let's talk about J.P. Crawford. Uh, unfortunately, again, this is this is really the reason that I'm bummed out after this game because Colby, the, the Mariners don't really have any answers at shortstop if uh, J.P. Crawford has to miss an uh, extended period of time. Um, and that's really because, I mean, you know, one big reason here, Dylan Moore just doesn't look like he's able to produce at all at the major league level right now, which you and I were talking off air before we hit record on the show. That's not his fault. That really isn't his fault. He missed, you know, all of winter. He missed all of spring training. Gets rushed back into his uh, into his rehab stint, suffers a setback. He just hasn't had, you know, the proper time. Um, he hasn't had the the proper conditioning, and it, it's so far and, and it's early. You know, maybe he does figure it out. You know, I, I want to try and be fair here, but also being realistic about this. I just I don't know how how a guy recovers from all that missed time, and is and and you can justify as an organization that he that you can actually expect him to to be able to be productive for you it just seems like a lot of it just feels really unfair on on Dillamore and mm-hmm. if now he's going to have to essentially play every day at shortstop while Crawford you know however long Crawford is out maybe it's just a day maybe it's a week maybe it's a month who knows um but that's a that's an issue that's an issue for the Mariners, and I'm not really sure how they're going to address it because I don't think that more right now with everything that I've seen is is the answer there. Um, yeah, so two quick things on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett Cole says he was wagging his finger at manager Scott Service, who mm-hmm. apparently wagged his finger at Cole in the first. Good news is we have video. We could easily see if he did or didn't. So okay. <clears throat> that wag finger wag gate or whatever unoriginal name they give wait it. why would he wag his finger at him in the first i don't know it was like a six pitch inning no yeah like, i don't know i don't i don't get it um but anyways uh back to more important matters if he actually did that that's weird i don't know what scott's yeah. beef was there but yeah i don't know but uh jp crawford uh told the media that x-rays were clean but he's going to get an mri tomorrow could barely lift his right arm after colliding with mm. Bader when Bader stole second. Mm. Um, he was still in clear discomfort post game. So I think it's safe to say that JP will not be available tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and we, JP has a history of these minor little nagging injuries, just completely draining him physically. He's never really gotten through a 162, uh, you know, physically strong. Um, he he'll he'll play the games, but his his performance usually suffers greatly with these little nagging injuries. So we'll see. I would imagine he's not in the lineup tomorrow. Um, I guess keep an eye on what's happening in Tacoma. Uh, they're in the middle of a game right now. We'll see if anybody leaves, but my guess is it's not going to be for a couple of days. Uh, yeah, you, you probably want to watch Mason McCoy there. Um, you might want to watch Sam Haggerty. Uh, and then, you know, there was an interesting option that just opted out of his contract this afternoon. Uh, was it Jose Iglesias? Um, mm-hmm. I believe 
He's opted out from another team. He clearly wants a major league opportunity. And if JP is going to miss, uh, you know, even just 10 days, giving Iglesias 10 days, uh, your, your defense, you know, is, is fine at that point. There's no major setback and he might be able to, you know, make enough contact, get a few hits that he's actually helpful, uh, you know, beyond the 10 day stretch. So yeah, I think that's what you're looking for. You, you want to look for Mason McCoy. You want to look for, um, you know, uh, Sam Haggerty probably, um, depending on how they feel because Caballero can play shortstop. So they don't need a guy who can play shortstop in theory, because more can play shortstop, uh, Caballero can play shortstop, but they probably need an infielder. Uh, and they probably well, the, wanted to, that's the thing, right? It's like, don't like right now as things stand, Dylan Moore is playing every day, whether it's at second or short. Well, I mean, unless you want to start using Colton Wong. Which I I, I don't know. <laughs> the Mariners clearly to. do not. But you know what? Wong would have got a bunt single off a of cold tonight, and it would have been followed by a game time home right, run. So that's right. on Scott. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I do wonder if at some point do they consider Colin Moran, uh, who's had uh, you know been much better the last few weeks down in AAA as he's been battling through some uh, some of his own injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do they make a move for Mike Ford, who was? Awful again tonight. Uh, kind of feels like that expiration date is coming on. But specifically for Crawford, I think you're looking for infielders in Tacoma who get pulled out of a game um, or they're not in the lineup tomorrow. And obviously Haggerty's kind of the obvious one if they need to make an IL move just because yeah, they know Sam, they know what he can do, um, and they don't need a shortstop per se because they have more, because they have Caballero. So it doesn't have to be Mason McCoy. Right, so I would assume that it's Haggerty. <laughs> Maybe they finally give Mason McCoy a shot, but I would assume that there's, um, I would assume that, yeah, Cap. Uh, All right, I would assume that J- we're not going to get an IL decision on JP in this series. I think the Mariners will yeah, just yeah. wait and see, which I don't love, but whatever. Maybe they MRI shows something worse and they just, they just do it. But typically the Mariners give guys a couple days before they make a move, which again, I don't love, especially if you're not willing to use Colton Wong, then you're playing two guys down yeah. and Chris Flexen is in your, on your ball club still. So you're really playing three guys down, but whatever. Um, so I don't think we'll see a move. Uh, so I think tomorrow it's probably Caballero's getting the start at, at short. And I don't know if the Yankees have announced a pitcher yet. It was uh, TBD uh, heading into today. Um, my guess is if that it's a righty or a lefty, it'll be, um, Dylan Moore. Um, and if it's a righty, they might consider Colton Wong, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, if they don't play Colton Wong, I mean, DFA him, because if you're not going to play Colton Wong now in this situation, Mm -hmm. you're not going to play him in any situation. Clearly, like you have no interest in doing that. So again, though, if, if Dylan Moore is going to have to play every day, I, I, I have major concerns about that. Uh, make no mistake. This is the last thing the Mariners needed to have happen as an injury to one of their, their main guys. Yep. And if this is a, a long-term issue for JP, I don't know what you do. I, I really, I really don't know what you're supposed to do. Um, so this is, this is super, <laughs> super unideal. Uh, not to end the show on a on a really bleak point, but that's 
it's kind of where we are right now. That again, not this is the reason why I'm bummed tonight. Not because of the loss. The loss is is whatever. It's JP is crucial to this club, and and part of that is because you you don't really have a an ideal, you know, backup right now. So we'll see. Hopefully, it's nothing. Hopefully, he's uh, you know able to just rest up the next couple of days and we get to see him back in uh, in Baltimore. So fingers crossed on that front and let's send some good vibes JP's way by getting him into the All-Star game, by voting him into the All-Star game. Do that. Send us your ballot, screenshot of your ballot to either LO underscore Mariners on Twitter or LockedOnMariners at gmail.com the hashtag JP for ASG and you're automatically entered into our giveaway Colby's giving away a sign Luis Castillo card. Beautiful card. Definitely want to get in on that. All right, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. For Colby Padnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Uh, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well. That's uh, Locked On Mariners. One word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Have yourself a beautiful baseball night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.